and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become weeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and it shall be called the Holy Way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. The song will be read by the congregation at Tickmore by whole verse beginning on this the lectern side. Happy are they
John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to them, Are you the one who is to come, or are, you the one, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of the Lord. I thank you. want clarity. John wanted clarity. He knew the scripture. 
He himself was a prophet. Jesus said so. John knew the words of Isaiah that we read today, the words that spoke of a Messiah who would come and heal us and save us. He had already recognized, named, and baptized Jesus as the Messiah. He heard that Jesus was doing things that fulfilled the prophecy, and that Jesus was preaching the same message that he had. The kingdom was coming to But he still doubted. He wanted to know for sure. Now we don't know if clarity came to John before he was put to death. But I am grateful for his last gift to us. The gift of showing us how to ask the most important questions, even if they've already been answered in the past. Questions of identity and questions of divine truth. John, even as a prisoner in a hopeless situation, sought truth and clarity over and over again. I think that clarity is not chronological. It's cyclical. Just because John knew Jesus to be the Messiah in the third chapter of Matthew doesn't mean that he knew it to be true in the eleventh chapter of Matthew. And so he asked. I have had moments of absolute confidence about being in God's presence. Absolute confidence about Jesus being God. And I have had moments of deep doubt, questioning what I once thought I knew. These moments don't seem to come in any particular order. Often in hindsight, I recognize God more clearly in my doubting times, actually. Faith ebbs and flows. This is one of the reasons that I love our liturgical years. It gives us a holding place for all the seasons of our hearts, and it allows us to return to different stages. Advent is a time to sit amid the unknown. We know Christmas is coming, but somehow we find ourselves in a place of not knowing for sure. Advent is dark and deep and contemplative. Sometimes we are at risk of getting into the despair of current events and forgetting the bigger story of God's love. We can wonder if Jesus really is accompanying us. We can doubt Jesus' intentions to show up and save us once again. Our society is feeling frenetic and confusing and scary. And maybe we are feeling that way, too. We can be lost as we seek out how exactly to wait. Do we wait in patience as the letter to James told us to do today? Do we settle into a restful wait, full of faith that Christ is coming? Do we wait in grace and charge stillness, like a racer at the starting block? Perhaps one of these ways is how you wait. Perhaps all three. Perhaps something entirely different. Perhaps Christmas will bring clarity. The other day I was reading ahead to next week's gospel because waiting isn't my strong suit. And when I read ahead, I was given a glimmer of clarity 
The angel who comes to Joseph in a dream speaks of Jesus by two different names in the same dream. Joseph is to name the child in Mary's womb Jesus, which means God saves. And the people will call Jesus Emmanuel, which means God with us. No one seems to have a problem with these two different names, God saves and God with us, surfacing in the same dream. And apparently there was enough clarity in that for Joseph to get up and take an unwed pregnant girl as his wife on one day. Now, in that moment of reading Jesus' two in utero names, not for the first time, I experienced a new sense of clarity in a season that has been and Jesus is Jesus because Jesus is Emmanuel. In other words, God saves us because God is with us. God saves us because God is with us. We wait for the incarnation in peace because we know how powerful love is when God shows. We wait for the incarnation in rest because we know that when Jesus shows up, there will be work to do and we will want to be well rested in order to join Jesus. We wait for the incarnation like runners at the starting block, poised and ready with every muscle engaged, attentive and strong, because when Jesus shows up as our running partner, we don't want to miss a second of opportunity to run with him.
Thank you. 
together and pray out for our parish. Gracious God, we pray for the Holy Spirit, God of the Trinity Church, in this time of change and transition. During this different time, open our hearts to thanksgiving for this parish as we are now, and as we discern our hopes for the future. Guide our search and belief to work together in the nations of our
you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life.
Our guest conductor, Jennifer Kane, will lead the program, which includes, to name a few, Orban's Act Number 6, David Conte's A Hope Carol, the Spanish Carol, A La Vita Nana, by Norma Rubach, and the Rowling Spiritual, Go Where I Send Me, by Paul Caldwell and Sean Miley. We hope you can be with us. Good morning. My name is Bill Leonard, and I'm speaking on behalf of the Newer Rector Search Committee. Next Sunday's forum, 9 o'clock in the parish hall, the Search Committee will be giving you an update on the results of the parish survey and focus groups, a preview of what's coming in the parish profile, and to talk about the next steps in the search process. I know that some of you have other commitments at 9 a.m. Sunday morning. Or if you just can't fit one more thing in before Christmas, there'll be a repeat of the briefing on Thursday, January the 5th at 7 o'clock in the choir room. If you have any questions on the search process at all, just find somebody wearing one of these green things. Thanks.
Now gathered at your table, O God of all creation, and remembering Christ, crucified and risen, who was and is and is to come, we offer to you our gifts of bread and wine, and ourselves a living sacrifice. Pour out your spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the body and blood of Christ. Breathe your spirit over the whole earth, and make us your new creation, the body of Christ given to the world to have made. In the fullness of time, bring us with all your saints from every tribe and language and people and nation to feast at the banquet prepared from the foundation of the world. Through Christ, and with Christ, and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, to you be honor, glory, and praise forever and ever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say,
those to whom you go, they share with us in the communion of Christ's body and blood. We who are ready are one body, because we all share one bread. Blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.